Welcome, welcome, my lovelies, to the Naked Football Show. Very apt uh, intro this week. I, I mean, it's the same intro as every week, but uh, I'm confronted with a French teacher. So I'm not going to... Uh, uh, what, je t'aime one en plus, is that correct, uh, Alex? Bonsoir, Graham. Oh. <laughs> ba- band de douche. <laughs> band de douche. Uh, Alex Blagona is my guest today. Uh, French teacher and German teacher, by all accounts, aren't you, Alex? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, my so, sins, yep. Well, I certainly... C- I can speak a tiny bit of French, but my German is pretty non-existent. So uh, we'll do the thing in English, shall we, today? That would be useful, thank you. What are your <laughs> thoughts? Should we, do- should we go to last night first? What are your thoughts? Um... Well, I think, like you like said earlier on, very few people, other than those that were there, caught the game in any way. So I had to listen to it on the on the radio. Yeah. Um, it seemed a frantic first five minutes. You know, a couple of quick goals on either end. It was pleasing to see Hurst get his first goal. Yeah, he's missed a couple of chances. I would have thought he could have put away, but it's pleasing for him to get his first goal. Well, he, he says he's not been playing regularly up to now. Has no, he, he hasn't. So it's no. good that he gets games, especially in the cup. And uh, and then yet again the Achilles heel of anything beyond the 90th minute sees us concede a goal. Do you, but, you know, I see it, like a lot of people, as a free hit. I'm, it was nice to put ourselves up against a side like, like, like yeah. Burnley. Yeah. It gives me that sort of confidence that, although both sides were fairly different, that in the Championship we'd be able to hold our own. You know, it's we've got this ambition, haven't we, of getting up this year and then going up next year, etc., etc. And it's you've got to just take a little step back and... Yeah be a bit sort of circumspect about where we are where we are you know and that kind of leads on a little bit to people voicing I mean I haven't seen much of it people are voicing a bit of discontent with with the way the, the management's going at the moment etc etc it's just you, you've got to just take a look at where we were yeah, this absolutely. time last year absolutely and I you know if we if we don't go up this year yes that's dreadful but it's not it's not the worst case scenario no. I think because it's it's there are still players I think playing for us that are probably not McKenna's type of player, and there'll be again if we don't go up a, a few that move on, mm. and he'll get more of you know if you think of the quality of player that that he's bringing in, and the football that when we, when we're on it we are just magnificent to watch, and I like the style of football we play, and I was reminded talking to somebody else the other day about when we eventually got promoted from then Division One. It took us three or four cracks at it mm. before it, it mm. clicked, and even then we were quite lucky with you know playoffs, etc. It might be the same again this year. Yeah, you, and you, I, I think you, if you look at teams like Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth, especially like Plymouth last year, they got knocked out in the in the playoffs, and you think these two teams have had have been banging on the door for a while and gradually getting closer and closer, and for us to just assume we can go straight through mm. under a new management. I wouldn't be surprised if we fail, but then next then, season looks possibly better. Yeah, but you, you also argue. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday have gone. What is it? Two thousand, two thousand games unbeaten, or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if they can, if they can maintain that form, then they deserve to go up. Absolutely. Yeah, and and, and, and there's that adage. It's, it's doing the rounds on social media. The only team to stop Ipswich going up will be Ipswich. And you look back at chances missed, late got late goals conceded. Oh, unbelievable. Things like that. And you you then go, right, until you kind of maintain that consistency, um, then the the more consistent teams will, will outdo you. Yeah. Plymouth have been every, every break has gone for them. Yeah. Every break has gone and, and so you you ride that. Well Sheffield they scored a goal that wasn't, you know, an offside goal against us at the end. They could have been there would have been a four points difference. Exactly. So so team. I still think there's a lot of points 
up for grabs. Yeah, I yeah, still definitely. think there's a couple of twists. You know, Derby are kind of over on the you know, on, on the rails coming in. I don't think it's it's cut and dried yet. I think a lot of people we've had a, we've had a rough January. You know, we haven't lost many, but we haven't played particularly well. I think we've drawn more than we've won, so it's been a bit of a rough month. Um, and that is compounded by the other two winning pretty mm. much every game. Yeah. And so it looks probably worse than it is. It does mean that uh, a win on Saturday is probably really important. A draw, you'd probably take that because there's going to be some more twists and turns on the on on the way, isn't there? Mm. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, it's it's. Uh, but it's exciting though. But it, but it, it's it's really really exciting. Yeah. You go to the game, and you're amongst. 25,000 other people. So the atmospheres are great. Mm. The crowd ambience, fair play to, to Blue Action. I do like the noise that they generate in that part of the, of the ground. I enjoy, I enjoy it. Did you go to the um, the Burnley home? I game? did. Yeah. And I quite like them in the Cobbold. Yeah, I think that might be a good thing if yeah, they can carry that The noise that on. definitely carries, carries yeah. further. Um, and so, you know, the football's good. The product, the entertainment oh, is yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah. you look forward to going to the yeah. game yeah. because you've got something to play for. Whereas in previous years... You know, you rock up this time of year. You're twelfth. Yeah. You know, and you're you're lumbering a nil nil draw with, and it's you go through the motions. Yep. And I think we've got that kind of feel good factor about the team, the club, the town, and it's a really positive sort of atmosphere. And if we don't go up, I think we'll maintain that next year. Yeah. I think we're doing the right things to keep that going. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, it's you've got to be positive. I don't uh, have any idea why people think uh, that the managers should go. I mean. Obviously, they've never been they've not been watching football for very long, but I think we might have tweets um, about that and emails, etc. So, shall we look at those? Yes, yes. These are, as per usual, in chronological order as they came in. This first one from Lowstoft Ian. Hello, boy. <laughs> Good evening, GB and Alex. Great show, thank you, mate. I'm glad I gave the long trip a miss last night. More late drama, more late heartache. You never liked to cut run, though, did you, GB? Well, only since '81. Not that I've, <laughs> not, that I've not that I've gone on about it. It's funny. I was walking past. Um, I was walking in the butter market last week or the week before, and uh, met a guy who, who I used to play football with, and, uh, and he's about the same age as me. And uh, he occasionally goes to games, but not many. And he said, "Are you going to the cup game?" I said, "Not sure." I said, "Are you?" He said, "No." I remember '81. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not the only one in town. Um, Anyway, do the panel think the late concession of goals will cost us, and will there be a late and fatal blow to our season? Um, it's one of those fifty-fifty ones. I want to say no, but if it does, then yes. If we don't, <laughs> if we don't go up, that'll be what, what everyone points to. Yeah, and I am in the, firmly in the camp that the four-four at Charlton was the start of. It was definitely because we had that in the bag. Yes, I know. And Twice, <laughs> yes, and that was a really poor uh, way to end the game. It, it did seem as though that it's been a catalyst, hasn't it, for what's gone on since? Yeah. So we need to be almost, I think, getting going into the, into the last minute two up, two goals up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And even when it gets Morecambe, you think, well, okay, we're, you know, we're, we're three, four to the good or whatever it is. I'm still not quite convinced we won't no. c- concede a goal. No. It just seems to be that we can have 15, 20 shots on goal. And only score with like a couple of those, hmm. and they get one shot on target, and it goes in. And I find that really annoying. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kevin Beatty Foundation, young Malk. Hello, Malk. Hi, GB and Alex. Hope both are okay. Thank you, Malk. Uh, is Saturday really a must-win? 
Also, if Town were to end up in the playoffs, who would you fear? Oh dear, I just fear losing. Derby are the team flying at the moment, as Alex just said. Uh, plus, there is Barnsley and Norwood. Well, Bar- Derby have McGoldrick as well, don't they? Oh mm-hmm. my god, it's going to be one of them, isn't it? Personally, I still believe Town will grab second place and promotion. Keep up the good work. Thank you, uh, Malk. Um, yeah, it is a bit scary. I don't feel. Do think, I don't Alex? feel it's must win. It's it's we can't lose it. No, we can't lose it. I think. The defeat puts us something like seven points behind that, and then we are really kind of chasing their coattails a little bit. Yeah, um, a win is great. I think we should be able to to beat them. Um, I'll take a draw just to keep it going. Basically, who do I fear? Bolton. Mm. Always Bolton. They could make a little late run in there. Yeah, there's always someone, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, Chris Friend. Hello, Chris. The next time we have a Saturday game with no midweek ones either side, so keeping players fresh isn't an issue. What should the starting lineup be? The FA Cup reserves look as good as the first team to me. I, and he's put that in quotes quite rightly, mm. and I agree with you, Chris. They do. In fact, I did go to the hard, hard as it is to believe, I did go to the Burnley home game, and uh, yes, quite impressive. I was especially impressed with uh, Lee at left back. Mm. Um, Thoughts, Alex? It's hard, it's, it's hard to... I, I think you're always going to have Evans and Morsi in the centre midfield. I like Humphreys and his ability yes, to pass absolutely. the ball around. He's got that, that yeah. nice ability to spot a pass. I think you've got that consistency with Morsi and, and Evans, although Morsi's not been playing brilliantly the last few weeks. Nope. You can't leave out Chapel at the moment. No. You probably can't leave out Ladapo because between them, they, they, yeah, they're getting goals. Yeah. Uh, I like... Is it Broadhead? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I think he's been he's been quite good, uh, and that Harry Clark looked the business against Morecambe. Um, but then he was taken off on half time on Saturday for no wasn't an injury. Well, was yeah, it? yeah. So there's it's it's all about form, I suppose now because mm. Burgess I thought was playing really well and now is being replaced yeah. by Edmondson, who had a a shocker of a first half of the season. Um, I think Wolfenden looks so good, but also looks so laid back. And that worries me that he's a bit a bit Titus Bramble esque in his kind of ability to switch off. There's no, you, I've got confidence in whoever he picks. I think because we're going to get a goal from somewhere, um, but it's all about who's in form and who's not in form. You know, I don't think Burns has been the player he was last year, but you can't really leave him out because of what he he's potentially can offer. Mm. You know, Leif Davis as well, one of the top passers in the league according yes. to the stats. Yeah. So you've got. You've got such a good quality squad. It's that ability now to tie it all together. And at the moment, as I say, we just look a little bit shaky from set pieces at the back. We switch off concentration and we're a bit profligate going forward. That would be word of the day, by the way, Alex. Thanks for that, profligate. (laughs) Uh, My worry is... um... He rested Keogh after playing on Saturday. I thought Keogh didn't have a particularly great game. He was caught for pace twice and um, luckily got away with it, thanks to Walton on one occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm worried he'll play him on Saturday because if he does, I think we could really, he, you know, I just don't think he's got the legs, basically. I'm sure he's a, a great motivator. He's a great, great in training as well. But uh, I just don't. It worries me, but we'll move I on. I don't shall we? ever recall seeing Tony Mowbray being left one on one at the back. No, but he, he was. But left he scared on, me against Cambridge because he was he left was for left dead, wasn't one he? One on one twice. Mm. Second time he got a, a foot in, and the first time it was Walton that had to rescue him, wasn't mm. it? And I, that would worry me. Um, anyway, we'll see. Uh, thanks, Chris. Tractor boy down under. That's Ben. Hello, Ben. Ben is probably fast asleep because he comes from Australia. 
Hi, GB and Alex. Love the show. Thank you, mate. Just a quick question. Are there fans that really want McKenna out? Surely they aren't actually serious. Well, I, I think they are. I've seen I can't. Them. I, I've I, seen I, them on the forum. Yeah, but it's just I just can't. It's just, they've got such short memories. Yeah. You know, So and, and it's, if you want McKenna uh, to really build a, a sustainable culture in yeah. the club... And you think about how the last few years were for us and how miserable it was. And I can remember being on this show three, four years ago, just spending half an hour moaning about the state of the team. Yeah, yeah. We've actually got something positive and yeah. that needs to be sustained. McKenna will absolutely. get will get a job eventually at a bigger club than yes, us. Yes, absolutely. But we've got to have that infrastructure in place, the, ta- the talent spotting, the, the style of play that now makes people want to come to yeah. the game. Because I look forward to the football now. Because yeah. I like watching us play. Yeah, that's the one thing we've always, or you know, everyone I know said, mm. you know, regardless of the result, it's just nice to watch some really good football. Mm. Um, I just wonder, maybe they're young people that's not really been coming for long and just think, well, oh, this is how it works. Well, yeah, I am. Um, thanks for that, Ben. I agree. Shouldn't it's it's stupid. Uh, Mullet, I love Sam Morsey. Good up, at, good night up at Burnley last night. Why are Northern away games the best? I agree with you. Actually, I love it because that's a Especially midweek, I love the it's the um, getting away for a day or so and staying overnight. Game under the lights, yeah, yeah, under the lights. You stay overnight because you can't get home anyway unless you <laughs> drive, and I'm not certainly not driving because that involves uh, not drinking. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for that, Molly. Um, I totally agree with you, Dean Mitchell. Dino, hello, mate. It's so frustrating. We are wobbling, but it's still our best season in ages. No one has beaten us by more than one goal. We are the league's top scorers by four goals, and yet we have a huge, huge periods of play when we never look like scoring. Yeah, let's pick people parking the bus, as they say. I'm and guessing, that's, and we find that incredibly hard to break down. What yes, was interesting against right. Burnley Thanks, was that Dino. both teams were playing football, yeah, and it made for quite a nice standard of of game yeah. to watch. But it is. You know, Cambridge had something like about twenty five percent possession, and we come away with a draw. Lincoln, both Lincoln games. My goodness, it's just literally you park the bus. But again, I, don't, I mean, you remember that as well. The, the, in the season we were we were fighting to get promoted from the, from the from Division One, teams like Grimsby and Port Vale would rock up to Portman Road, mm. and it would be one way traffic for ninety minutes, yeah. and it would be so frustrating to see us try to break these teams mm. down. Yeah. And what we haven't been overly successful at times more often away from home than at home is breaking these teams yeah. down and we concede the first goal yeah and then we're chasing a game and then, it, then the complexion of the game completely changes and it's horrible then it's just attritional football as they just park everything behind yeah. the, behind behind the ball basically yeah yeah thank you for that Dean I totally agree um this is Izzy hello Graham and Alex what to make of Tan? That dreadful match with Cambridge, followed by a really good showing against Burnley. So which team do you think McKenna will field on Saturday? The one that played Cambridge or the one that played Burnley? Or some other combination? Personally, I'd expect Christian Walton to play instead of Radke. Mm-hmm. But I'd stick with the other ten players who started on Tuesday. Also, how do you view all the changes to the team for each match? Is it good to rotate players, or does it stop partnerships developing within the team? Good questions. There. I think, think he'll go. I, th- I think he'll go back to the team that played Cambridge, pretty much, because he's played all these guys midweek. Yes, oh, I know, and and yeah, that's why my fear of playing Keogh at the back. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a worry. I think he's not happy with the defence, though, is he? No, clearly, but uh, you know, yeah, it just worries me because uh, Keogh is obviously a, a good, it's very experienced player, but mm-hmm. I think if you I'm sure Sheffield will uh, 
notice the weakness there yes. of his speed and that's it and they'll like we put Caden Jackson on against people we can you you know, run, target yeah. and uh, I just worry um, and partnerships developing do you, you think that's rotating isn't going to affect that no as I say I the one I looked at the other night was the, the, the one down the right hand side where you have Danassian and, and Burns who obviously have got a, quite a good relationship anyway going yeah. on Um but I quite liked the fact that Clark was more than happy to overlap Burns and offer another yeah. option going wide, whereas Danassian doesn't look all that confident going to the, the byline. He used to, didn't he? Yeah, he he did. used to. It's just like he's lost a bit of confidence, which is maybe why he was dropped for Clark. But. Yeah. But you see, what, you, what you've got at the moment is a lot of players in a lot of positions, none of whom are really having a, you know, great season Chaplin I think and, and the Dapper yeah. being consistent but then the other number 10s Harness hasn't really torn it up Aluko's been in and out with injury I love watching Aluko on the ball yeah I he do just, I'd love to see him yeah. play but it's just maintaining that yeah. that level um, Chaplin's been great you've got the two centre holding midfielders I love watching um, uh, Evans's passing I think he's very good at that Morsi's your kind of enforcer um, and then you've got to try and fit Humphreys in there but Humphreys mm. is neither one nor t'other um, the left hand side, Davis, I think is is on a par with with Lee. I think Lee's a bit of a, a, bit of a, a hidden gem, really. Yes, apparently he played really well last night as well. And then even in goal, I think Haladki's played well when he's been yes, called he upon. Yes, he has. Yep. yep. Um, which probably wasn't the case last year. Whereas yep. Walton's made a couple. His kicking's been yeah. a bit worrying yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. No, it's good to have that sort of cover. And there's still KVY as well. Oh, gosh, yeah. Who, who sometimes doesn't even get into the eighteen. No. But it's just having three or four of those guys hitting good form mm. and at the moment one or two might have a good game but we don't have the team hitting a good run of form no. consistently and we can go from you know beating Morecambe to really struggling against a terrible Cambridge side that are looking at relegation over their shoulder mm. so it's just I, we're just in, we're consistently inconsistent you're starting to sound like Paul Cook though. sorry yeah I've got change my voice our... four octaves <laughs> yeah our consistency is our inconsistency. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, this is from Matt. Matt Leaksey, hello. Um, a few good performances last night from Jackson, Lee and Aluko especially. What would your starting eleven be for Saturday and what formation? And where do you think we'll now finish up? Oh, there you go, Alex. You can take all this. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because we, we, we've played a bit of a four, haven't we, at the back? And I I quite liked us when we had three, two, and the, the two wide sort of, wide. obviously played Burns. Yeah. And then whoever we had at the left-hand side last year, Penny or whoever it was then, yeah. of having that kind of almost five across the back because that gave us that little bit more stability. And then you asked a lot of Burns to go up and down the wing, but he did that. And then I think once we worked out we were beating teams, we then went, well, we'll go four, put an extra guy in midfield. Um, but it doesn't, it just clicks like, like, a, like a spluttering car. You know, when the, when the engine fires up, we're great. Mm. But more often than not, we tend to do a little bit of stalling, and it's just it's. I think the the general confidence is fragile, isn't it? Yes. We, we get a fast start, early goal. We you know we're flat track bullies, but well, that's what it is, though, isn't it? Yeah, Teams yeah. that come to yeah. us, we get an early goal, and it's just one way. Teams set up now, knowing that we're going to dominate possession, and that we've got an Achilles heel, which is the ball over the top or the ball through pace. Yeah. And that's where we concede. I mean, the goal against Cambridge was a speculative shot from outside the area yeah. that somebody should have got to. And it's just so it's so frustrating because we never score those sort of goals. 
and I do feel a little bit we we try to walk it in. Yeah, you know, it's like we, the old Arsenal. We yeah, I, yeah. I was just what I was thinking of. We yeah. pass it around beautifully. We go left and right, back to the wings, back across the edge of the eight, edge of the penalty area, and Chaplin's. I mean, if you look at Chaplin's goals, I would say the majority of them have been between the six yard box and and the edge of the penalty area mm. where he gets in. It's cut back, you know, finished. Whereas we don't have the players that no, Ladapo's goals are within the six yard six yard box. Tap ins, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've not had as many as I would like from corners to the headers going in no. from the cent- the centre backs. We've had virtually no, um, you know, shots from outside the area. Edwards, notwithstanding it's Cambridge, the home game that was a the cross come worldy in the top in the top corner. Um, but we're still scoring. You know, I think we've got four goals more than the next best team, so we're still scoring yeah, lots no. of goals. Yeah. But it's it's just I don't know. I, I, it's hard to put your finger on because yeah. we, we keep conceding. You know, as I say, one goal from one shot. Yeah. Talking of Edwards, I thought he's been impressive in the few cameos he's made recently. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. Especially I, at Cam- against Cambridge, he was tearing through him at one point, wasn't he? So I'd like to see him start, but will he? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's that one sorted. This uh, is slower ball. Good evening, Nagger. Good evening, Blagger. Thank you. <laughs> Love the show. So our FA dream is FA Cup dream is over, but a decent showing over two games against the Championship side, albeit their lineups were changed, as were ours. Mm-hmm. No doubt the concentrating on our league brigade. <laughs> that's me, slower. Uh, we'll be happy we lost. No, I'm not really. Some very positive comments from the Clarets, including from some of their fans who haven't always had a reputation for geniality. Yeah, I saw some of them. They were mm. quite, quite. Uh, Yes, very quite nice. Does the panel think, given our showing against two championship sides, that we are actually more geared up to play championship football? Oh, you've taken the question out of my mouth there, slow ball. I was going to say that, um, or ask Alex that. Well, we can wrestle with that now. Um, and our challenge to get out of League One results from just that. Will McKenna learn a lesson, perhaps, and adjust accordingly? As a certain Mr E Presley once said, it's now or never. I don't, it. I don't think it is Good now. day to you. Keep smiling. God bless Phil Parks. <laughs> I don't think it is now or never. I, do you remember the interview after the Oxford game mm. when McKenna said it's going to be really, really hard to get out of this league? Mm. And I think when the football we play isn't suited to this is what I was going to many of the up, other teams yeah. in that division because there's a kind of a physical, like I said earlier, an attritional way of playing football down there, yeah. which we don't really suit. Um, and yet you go up a division, because effectively our squad is... Made up of championship yeah, players. Yeah, it's just that it's it's game management. It's game management. It's being street smart. It's having that ability to grind out the win, to do the dirty stuff. You know, which we're not good. We've always been a nice team. Yeah, we you know we've not yeah, had even under Burley and right yeah, back we've to not Burley had Robson, that yeah. player that you you hate unless he's on your team. Morsi is the only one with a bit of dark arts about him. Yeah, but. Some of those teams we play against have got three or four of those guys who are just nasty players. But they do a great job in breaking up play, stopping the flow, you know, getting on the counter-attack. And we still haven't got our head round how to play against that. No, it's not just the attrition. It is, like you said, parking the bus, which you wouldn't hopefully have to face too much in the championship. No. (laughs) So, um, your thoughts on Saturday? <laughs> and and if you can pick a team in your head, a real, very quick one. It's we're going to win. We're going to win, win today. We? We're going to win, but it's going to be something silly like two one, 
and uh, there's going to be some last-minute drama. Oh, that's about to make a change, wasn't it? <laughs> Blimey. And any changes? What? He's going to play... My, my worry is that he plays Keo. No, he, he, gonna... he won't play Keo. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> You're welcome. I feel so much better now. <laughs> no, he won't play Keo. It will be... I, th- I think he'll go with Ed, with, with Wolfton. He'll come back into, the, into the, the team. Clark and probably Burgess. Will Aluko get a shout? No. No, he'll go with Chaplin and someone like Harness, probably. On the bench, Edwards? Yes, probably. Need, I think we need someone like It'll that. It'll be Ladapa up front. It will be, he'll probably play Chaplin, maybe Broadhead. Uh, and that will be about it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Bye. Alex. Bye.